5: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome
3: to Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah! I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple
1: pie. I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over
3: twelve hundred games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woohoo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around.
2: Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at
1: HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details.
2: High Five Casino.
0: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A gorgeous 33-year-old mom seemingly vanishes. Grainy surveillance video emerges of her at a red light, but is that her in her own car? Because I don't think so. crime stories with Nancy Grace
4: Parker was last seen around 2 p.m. Thursday dropping her kids off at Smith's home at about 4 p.m. her brother received a short text from her but she never showed up for her 6 p.m. bartending shift her iPhone last pinged at a cell phone tower at 8 p.m. then total silence at this point her 11 year old calls his grandmother Yvonne Stewart to ask Where's mom?
6: And her
5: son called and said, is mom at the salon? We're like, no honey. She went to drop off the baby. She should be home. She should be taking a nap. She's like, well, I haven't seen her since I got home from school.
4: On Friday, police found her Black Hummer near an Orlando mall she rarely visited. And on Sunday, they searched her ex-fiance's home at a nearby field. <laughs> Has she ever disappeared before? Never. Has she ever not called or taken no. a few hours just to no. be by herself? No. Parker's mother, Yvonne Stewart, has been been desperately searching for her daughter for four days now.
0: I can only imagine what Ms. Stewart has been through with me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again, analyzing clues. I believe, have been left behind. You were just hearing our friend Matt Gutman in ABC News, but joining me right now, John Dill, personal injury lawyer out of Orlando, who is on Michelle Parker's family legal team as they try their best to find clues regarding the young mom's disappearance. Also with me, Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst to the stars, joining us out of Beverly Hills. You can find her at drbethanymarshall.com. She's a star of a new Netflix show, Bling Empire. The founder and director of the Cold Case Research Institute, joining me, Cheryl McCullum, And you can find her at coldcasecrimes.org. But first, to Bianca Prieto, uh, former Orlando Sentinel crime and justice reporter. And you can find her on Insta at Bianca Prieto. Bianca, thank you for being with us. I want you to listen to one more bit of sound. This is from Jennifer Bisram, Fox 35.
6: Volunteers spent the day on foot handing out flyers, family and close friends walking for miles, checking every corner for Michelle. Every dumpster, you're like, oh, Michelle? I hope you're not in here. Oh, baby, I hope you're not in here. And you get up and you crawl on top of stuff and you look and you're like, Okay, this one's laminated, you're not here. Brothers bread and dust and staying strong for their sister. Something you're
4: not used to every day. You don't want to wake up and figure it will be your sister you'll be going to look for. It's just hurts.
6: Using maps and driving these ATVs around, they've been turning everything they find over to investigators. We found a water possible things today and nothing. I mean, it's all got to get tested and stuff like that. So we can't, we can't say what's what.
0: Can you even imagine that? Just pause for a moment because I recall at the district attorney's office when we would get literally hundreds of new cases every X number of days, all felonies, all serious. You'd have to go through them like a, a machine to, to try to keep going and move the caseload. But if, for instance, when I would be driving home from work, I would actually let the facts of a case seep in, and it would be very, very upsetting. Cheryl McCollum, uh, you were with me in the trenches fighting crime, like (laughs) literally 24-7, 365. And when you hear this family, Mm. the mom saying, oh, oh, as she's searching a dumpster. Baby, please don't be in this dumpster. Please don't be in this dumpster. It's just, ugh.
7: Gut-wrenching. That's tough. It's awful. And, you know, just the idea of where she's having to search and what she's actually searching for. You know, her child. And even though she's a grown woman and had children of her own, that's her baby. And she is literally crawling in a dumpster. And praying she's not there.
0: Tere Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando Morning News at WDBO Moyan. Michelle, she was last
8: seen Thursday, November seventeenth, so that's a week before Thanksgiving. And she dropped off her twins and she seemingly vanishes. So over the weekend I remember that flyers now are starting to be, you know, put out. I think they said about twenty thousand flyers. I remember to seeing these flyers everywhere. So th- this all took place. Michelle went missing just only months after the Casey Anthony trial had wrapped up and flyers are now over the weekend all around Orlando. And the case very early on is attracting a lot of media attention. So it's the Monday before Thanksgiving now, Michelle has been missing five days. It's a beautiful fall Orlando day in the temperatures in the eighties. And um, I was reporting for WDBO in Orlando. So there was a staging area south of downtown. It's in the parking lot near Lake Conway, and that was where Michelle's phone had last pinged. So that's where people were searching, and there were several dozen volunteers. There were friends, family. There were even complete strangers, and when I got to the staging area, Nancy, I remember that it wasn't a sullen scene. It was kind of, people were active. It was an all-hands-on-deck approach. There was ATVs. There were caterers. There was water, you know, People were going about their business, and you know, I think back that Michelle, the way she was described, was a bartender. She was really gregarious, and she had such a big spirit. At that moment, not a person there didn't think that she was going to not be found alive or not be coming home pretty soon. So, so it was an all-hands-on-deck approach, and I, I get to the staging area, and I, I try to find someone to talk to, and I reverently walked up to um, – Yvonne Stewart that's Michelle's mom and she was on a roller coaster of emotion and she was at that point she was adamant that Michelle was alive and then we were going to talk about her so we go into the RV and she starts telling me about Michelle and how great of a mom she was she had uh, she had a couple of twins and an 11 year old and they just adored their mommy and they had a tight little family unit and uh, Nancy she also talked about how well known and well liked Uh, Michelle was. She tended bars. She had a natural talent for talking to people. You know, again, just a lot of laughing and a lot of crying. And, you know, I just remember that moment Yvonne
0: didn't believe the worst. She was holding out hope. Back to Bianca Prieto, uh, formerly Orlando Sentinel criminal and justice reporter. Bianca, let's start at the beginning. Tell me when we first realized She's often called People's Court Mom, and we're about to find out why Michelle Parker is missing. So Michelle never went home after dropping off her twins with their father.
9: When her son got home from school, mom was gone. He's going, what the heck? And coincidentally that day, Michelle and her ex-fiance had been on an episode of the People's Court arguing Mm -hmm. over a $5,000
0: engagement ring. So... That's an expensive ring. So the the alarm is first raised by the eleven year old son. She's got the eleven year old. Then she's got two tot twins, um, trying to take in the eleven year old getting home and mommy's not there. Can't find mommy. No message. No voicemail. No nothing. Where is mommy? Who is mommy? Who is Michelle Parker? Take a listen to our friends at CrimeOnline.com.
6: Michelle Parker is no stranger to hard work. It's not easy to juggle multiple jobs and a family. This 33-year-old beauty is a mom of three, a bartender, an entrepreneur, and a student. Not only did she pour drinks at one of the most popular bars in Sanford, Florida, The Barn, she also ran a tanning business using her SUV as a mobile billboard. A vehicle wrap with Glow Mobile airbrush tanning salon, clearly visible, down the side on top of this she was studying cosmetology working on getting her license to work alongside her mother in the family salon wow
0: she's got her plate full and i can just see her driving along in that hummer with glow mobile airbrush tanning salon uh wrapped around it which turns out to be a critical fact in this case let's listen to more from crime online about who
6: is michelle parker ask michelle parker's family and friends and they will tell you her good looks turned heads her friends will also tell you that she has an amazing personality and a big heart it was that combination her dark hair and bright white smile and big heart that caught the attention of dale smith a former marine the couple plans a life together smith pops the question with a five thousand dollar engagement ring the couple also have three-year-old twins five thousand dollars for an engagement ring
0: what the hay happened? Take a listen to HLN. Michelle
6: Parker is like a
2: lot of women that you see around here in Orlando. She had these big dreams. She had these big plans. And she was making steps to make her dreams come true. Michelle was just a hardworking single mother of three. She had two jobs. She would bartend at night. She also had a tanning business, which she advertised with decals on her Hummer. She was also going to cosmetology school. She wanted to make a better life for herself and also her three kids. She worked hard. She
5: loved her kids. T- kids. She was an awesome mom. Those kids are so well taken care
2: of.
8: If you look at her photos, you can tell the cosmetology was important to her. She was always made up. Always had her nails done. Always had her hair done right. She was in school to get the license and the certification to one day work for her mother and, and the salon.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm recognizing the voice of Steve Helling from People.com. So, how does she go missing? We know the 11-year-old comes home, no mommy there. And that is very, very jarring for children, Dr. Bethany Marshall. I can only imagine even when their dad picks them up as opposed to me and the pickup line at school, the twins are like, what? what's going on? The least little thing off routine can be very upsetting for children, Dr. Bethany.
5: And Nancy, it sticks in their mind. You have no no idea how many adult patients in my clinical practice, some of them captains of the industry, very successful lives, will recount in therapy a time that the parent was late to pick them up for school, a time when they came home and the parent wasn't there. These things stick in the child's mind. That's that's because, Nancy, the parents serve as a background comforting presence for the child. What makes children feel safe enough to go out into the world is that their parents are waiting for their, them somewhere, that that the parents are predictability pr- predictable. So when that pattern breaks, it steers into the child's memory. If you ask a, a child about, did, did mommy forget to pick you up? Um, were you left waiting at school? you better got to believe they're telling the truth because they will
0: remember. Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. High Five, casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com time stories with Nancy Grace So let's go back when she goes missing and the search is on, take a listen to our friends at Fox News.
4: A search is underway in Florida for a young mother who disappeared the same day that her case aired on the TV show, The People's Court. Her name is Michelle Parker. Mother of three has not been seen since Thursday. She and her ex fiance appearing on that show in a heated dispute over a $5,000 engagement ring. Now, her sister, speaking out on Fox & Friends a bit earlier today.
9: It's definitely a fact that she went missing the same day of. Whether or not it's a coincidence, I don't know. I don't know if somebody saw her on TV and thought, hey, she's beautiful and did what they do and, you know, figured out where she was at or something. I I
0: really don't know. Yeah, and she is beautiful and more important than being physically beautiful, beautiful on the inside, too. I mean, this woman works like a maniac and raises children and goes to school. So what is this about the People's Court? Take a listen to Matt Gutman, ABC.
4: This is the defendant. It seemed like a typical episode of the People's Court.
7: He gets pretty malicious and vindictive, and he's
4: a mean person, especially when he's been drinking. 33-year-old Michelle Lee Parker and her ex fiancee Dale Smith bickering over an engagement ring thrown out of a balcony.
7: And then he said that he wanted his ring. So I took it off and I threw it at
4: him. But away from the camera, even their mundane domestic arguments tended to turn violent.
7: As he grabbed and turned around, he was holding on to me, screaming at me, pointing back up to the stage, going, get on that back up on stage, you you know. Just hours after this
4: episode of the People's Court finally aired last Thursday, Parker vanished. But was her disappearance eerily foreshadowed, or was it an uncanny coincidence?
0: Thinking this through, so they had tape. Let me go to John W. Deal, a uh, renowned PI lawyer joining us out of Orlando, who is part of the Parkers legal team. You can find him at johnwdeal.com. John, the People's Court episode was filmed in advance of the day she goes missing, but it airs the day she goes missing, right?
2: Correct, correct. And the word coincidence has been uh, bandied about, but uh, uh, it's pretty clear there's no coincidence on this one.
0: You know, John Deal, you and I have talked many, many times. uh, John not only is a high-profile personal injury lawyer, but he has a a brilliant legal mind. (sighs) I've always said there's no coincidence in criminal law. And then right when I say that, there is a coincidence. Um, what happened on that episode? Take a listen to our friends at ABC. I ended up smashing my camera on the
5: ground because I was a little angry and I didn't want Roy, to. Oh, you
4: sure showed that camera. Smith is the father of their three-year-old twins
5: it's been a hell of a roller coaster ride
4: and it's poison something parker knew for years in 2009 she filed and was granted a restraining order against smith parker claims he quote smashed the passenger side window in my suv took car seats out and threw them into the road his facebook page lists his education as having quote studied death destruction terror and mayhem at the u.s marine corps but orlando police say smith is not a suspect that he has so far cooperated with investigators. We're we're not looking at him.
2: um, We're looking at everything.
0: Hmm. I I don't think the Marine Corps would be very proud of this moment when one of their own says they study death, destruction, and mayhem. You know, Dr. Bethany Marshall, um, of course I have crime-related stories on everything regarding social media. Mm Mm-hmm. But there are also a lot of pictures of the twins, of the dog Fat Boy, the cat Cinnamon, Abby and Chloe, the guinea pigs. Yeah. Death, destruction, and mayhem is his personal motto. Nancy, death, destruction, and mayhem.
5: If a patient came into my office, uttered those words, I would take them very seriously. I mean, the idea that you want to destroy, that you want to kill people, that is serious. That means that the person putting this on social media is, in fact, homicidal. There's no other way to put it. People don't say those words
0: for no reason. Ah, Dr. Bethany, Dr. Bethany, (laughs) I put a lot of death and destruction on social media when I'm trying to solve cases or put them out there or draw, draw attention to them. I don't think I'm going, I don't think I'm homicidal. So (laughs) I'm going to give you a minute to percolate on that, Dr. Bethany. Not that I, a JD, would dare, dare correct Dr. Bethany Marshall. uh, But before we get too far down that rabbit hole, take a listen to our friend. Alexa Diaz at Wish 2. Michelle Parker's family is moving the command post to the barn in Sanford, and that's the bar where
5: Parker worked as a bartender. Volunteers are resuming their search this morning after searching canals in South Orlando this weekend. That's near the home of Parker's ex-fiance, Dale Smith. He's staying with his parents right now. He has not been arrested, but he has been named the prime suspect in Parker's disappearance. It has been two and a half weeks now since Parker was last seen. Her loved ones held a fundraiser Saturday night. They sold T-shirts
0: to raise money for Parker's three children. Straight back out to Bianca Prieto, Orlando Sentinel, a crime and justice reporter at the time. Bianca, thank you again for being with us. Let's talk about she goes missing, last seen dropping her children off at the fiance's home so she could go to work. Where was she going to work? That
9: night, Nancy, she was actually headed to work at The Barn, which is a really popular bar up in Sanford, north of Orlando, uh, probably about 20, 25 miles north of where her ex-fiance lived. Um, and she, she never showed up.
0: So John W. Deal, let me understand something. She was later seen on Granny Surveillance Video, at least her Hummer was. Was it where she was, where her Hummer was? I, th- I think it was at a red light. Correct. Wasn't that in the opposite direction? Uh, let me try to articulate this a little bit better. So let's just say A is where she spotted. Her car is spotted at red light. B is where fiancé is, where she dropped the children. C is the barn where she was going to work that night. Correct. So from B to C is a straight shot, but A was in a completely different direction,
2: correct? That's right. She was, uh, her, uh, and again, her job was well north of town, again, about 20, 25 minutes. Her vehicle, after she doesn't show up at work, which is out of the ordinary for her, she was very responsible about showing up. Mm -hmm. Her vehicle seen closer down to where her fiancé's place is and where her kids were dropped off. And then ultimately where her car is found is not far from that area, which is near the Millennium Mall, which is, again, in the opposite direction. Of where she was headed and had always headed to, and had gone to work. So she's not um, she's not where she's supposed to be if she's in the car at that time, and the, there's communication is broken down in between time, and nobody knows where she's at, where
0: she is. Well, you know, Cheryl McCollum. Before everybody points the finger at the boyfriend, the the fiance, the father of the twins, let's just hold on, hold on. You can't narrow it down. Immediately, although you've got to investigate him based on statistics alone. Cheryl, I I investigated a case um, out in California where a nurse got off the night shift and was in her truck on the way home and went missing. The case goes cold until, believe it or not, a woman, (laughs) not a psychic, a woman with a regular job has some kind of a vision of a body being out in a canyon. And she's so, nothing like this has ever happened to her before. She gets her family to go with her and they go driving through the canyon and they see something white. It's her in her nurse's outfit. Well, the police arrest her because of course they don't believe in psychics. (laughs) She won a big settlement against the LAPD, I think it was, when the true killers were found. And guess what? She, the nurse, had been at a red light late at night, getting off work from the hospital, and these guys drive up. They start saying stuff to her, trying to talk to her. They kidnap her, rape her, and kill her, and dump her in the canyon. That's what happened. So before we charge down the avenue of the fiancé, you
7: have to look at everything. You do, and you get a missing purse case, Nancy. One of the first things you should do is start working backwards, meaning what did they search on their computer what kind of withdrawals did they make on their debit card or bank cards what kind of purchases what kind of phone calls what kind of messages did they break habit or routine those are the things you're going to want to know because if somebody says well she probably ran off well you need money to do that and she dumped her vehicle so how'd she leave now hold
0: on right there i'm gonna pick it right back up with you but john Deal. Why do women always face the same stereotype when a woman goes missing? And Cheryl McCollum's the one that brought it up, but it's legitimate. You do have to look at it, but it's always she ran off to get shacked up with her boyfriend. That could not be further from the truth in Michelle Parker's case.
2: Absolutely. I mean, she has, obviously it it all starts when she's supposed to pick up her son from the bus stop, the 11-year-old, and she's not there, way out of the ordinary. Nobody can actually speak to her that is totally out of the ordinary she would not be the type and there's nothing in her personality to be flighty to disappear to not be where she's supposed to be again she has twins and you know you know how, how much work that takes she's not all of a sudden checking out and disappearing this is absolutely out of character if she were to dis- disappear and like uh, like Finn said it ends up she doesn't have our car or her cell phone and it would it, it would be impossible for her in that situation Correct. to have just picked up and left.
7: Pick up Cheryl. And that's that was my point. She broke habit. She broke routine and that should be a flag. And the reason you wanna look at those things is because when you talk to somebody like her ex, if he were to say, Oh, I bet she just ran off with some man, you already know that can't be possible. She has no money, she has no vehicle, she hasn't researched anything, she hasn't used a bank card, she hasn't gotten a hotel room, she hasn't got an airline ticket why would he say that so again you want all aspects of this thing looked at so that when you go and talk to the you know pertinent people you already have a good idea if somebody says well maybe she was kidnapped she hadn't been ransomed like none of these things are going to pan out so you basically have a dual investigation you are working a missing person but unfortunately you're also working a homicide simultaneously
0: Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome
3: to first- would you like a high apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple
1: pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over
3: 1,200 games, yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo-ha! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around.
2: Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at
1: HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details.
3: High
2: Five, high five Casino. casino.
0: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Bianca Prieto, I'm very focused on the sighting on that grainy surveillance video of Michelle Parker's vehicle. Was the wrap, the glow tan wrap taken off of it at that time? It's really
9: interesting because the last time anybody saw Michelle Parker, that decal was on the back of her vehicle. And at that red light camera when they spotted her Hummer, the decals were completely Gone. They've been taken off on purpose.
0: Bianca, it was pretty big, wasn't it? The decals?
9: Oh, the decals covered the entire back uh, windshield of her her vehicle. And you know, Hummers are pretty big. This was a sizable decal on the back of the car that had been removed.
0: And what time did the red light cam spot her vehicle? The red light camera spotted it at night. Uh, I'm not recalling exactly the time, but I know that it was. It was dark. And it was the day that she went missing.
9: It was the same day that she went missing. And the red light camera that spotted her vehicle without the decals was on the complete opposite side of town, the opposite direction of where she should have been headed to go to work. But it was in a straight shot from where she had last been seen.
0: I'm just trying to take all of this in. And and what time did she drop the children at the fiancés? She had dropped off the twins in the afternoon. I think it was like around 2 o'clock something like that it was in the
9: afternoon during the daytime no one heard from her and then all of a sudden her right, car that, pops up
2: that that's correct she dropped the twins off and keep in mind this is before her son is to be picked up
0: mm-hmm.
2: at the bus stop so she drops the twins off at the keante's house doesn't show up to pick up
0: mm-hmm.
2: her son her 11 year old at the bus stop he makes the call to to yvonne her mother, and who automatically gets a sense of dread that something is wrong and has happened and they start trying to reach her at that point in time.
0: So she, now let me understand John W. Deal joining me out of Orlando. She drops the twins off and then, then it's when she's supposed to go pick up her son at the bus stop. That's correct. So between say two o'clock PM. And when this photo, this red light photo grabs the image of her vehicle that's not her in the vehicle. I don't think that's her. Do you, John?
2: No, no, I don't. For many reasons. One, why would she take off? Why would she be in that area, first of all, when she's supposed to be at work? There's no reason for her to be down there. Her family's... And
0: picking to- up her son.
2: Yeah. and her. Yeah, exactly. She hasn't picked up her son. Family has tried to reach her. They've texted her, and she, there's a cryptic one-word answer because they ask her, where are you? And she takes back, texts back, Waterford which is another area of town. Not not too far, but certainly not up to Sanford. And um, she's not the type to just give a one-word text answer. And then she would never... Oh, def-
0: that That's a big indicator, John right. W. Deal. I'm so glad you brought that up. Cheryl McCollum, if you notice that, when somebody is yep. texting for you, like sometimes I'll be driving and I'll give the phone to John David because <laughs> Lucy refuses to send a text for me. And... Even if I dictate it, it comes out all crazy. And, you know, because he'll type in full sentences, which I never, ever do. I like to abbreviate everything, which leads to a lot of misspellings and very unusual spell corrections. But you can tell that's not me.
7: You can tell. Same thing here. My kids went and played golf yesterday, and Huck was responding to Caroline's phone for her, and I knew immediately it was him and not her. Immediately. So... Yes, you can tell. In her family, she was known, of course, vivacious and fun. She would leave text messages that were paragraphs. So for her just to put one word and then not to return in order to get her child was completely uncharacteristic. And again, about three flags in one.
0: You know, Cheryl McComb, you really need Nancy. to be an <laughs> investigator and do something like find uh, found the Cold Case Research Institute because you're really good. Is that Dr. Bethany jumping in? Cheryl is so good. I hate to even follow her in
5: terms of commentary, but I will just say, Nancy, you have the most unique text of anybody I've ever met. Your texts are unmistakable. You can condense an entire paragraph into three alphabet letters, and I, letters of the alphabet, and I think that's because you did you are doing TV for so many years. You're talking on set. You're texting. You're running the entire show. So nobody could ever steal your phone and text for you. It would be obvious. But
0: I'm going to say the back. (laughs) I think it's actually because of the district attorney's office, Dr. (laughs) (laughs) Bethany. When I first started, I would answer the phone. Good morning, Fulton County District Attorney's Office. This is Assistant District Attorney Nancy Grace. By the time I was beat down 10 years later, I'd pick the phone up and go, D.A., (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. But what what do you make of this, Doctor Bethany? I think it's very critical. Nancy, well I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna say the whole big
5: picture, the whole background is important to this. Remember, she was on the people's court that day. I know we're looking mm-hmm. at the, all the micro permutations of the text didn't sound like her. She was the wrong part of pound. She didn't pick up the 11 year old, critical, dropped off the three year old, twins, critical. All of this is critical, but let's remember that she was on a television show that day very unusual for a layperson who's never been on TV and that could have built up a whole head of steam somewhere in her life either on the set either with her fiance Dale Smith people she met on the set people on the bar in the mm-hmm. bar who knew she was going this was a banner day for her and we have to just see that
0: as a backdrop to all these wonderful clues that Cheryl McCollum is telling us about, to Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando Morning News at WDBO, weigh in. The
8: two had been on the episode of the People's Court that aired the same day Michelle went missing, so the timing was was really really suspicious. Um, and Dale to this day denies he had anything to do with Michelle's disappearance, but I think that you know Yvonne's stance on all this has changed. But the time. She seemed to kind of take Dal's story at face value. And Nancy, in terms of who could have had Michelle, she was postulating it could have been a complete stranger, someone that had come to the bar and maybe was transfixed on her. So she certainly wasn't pointing the finger at Dal at that time. Uh, She was just adamant that Michelle was gonna be found alive.
0: purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs. As of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Bianca Prieto, I want to follow up on what happened exactly on the People's Court episode. It's very hard for me to disentangle or separate that appearance that happens and she goes missing the very same day. What exactly happened? The two were engaged, Dale
9: and Michelle were engaged to married. He
0: purchased for her a $5,000 engagement
9: ring. At some point, they got into an argument she tossed the ring now there's a big fight they go on to the people's court and the people's court made dale look not so great and so the taping had actually happened weeks months prior to her disappearance but the thing is is that at noon that day the people's court aired their episode and within hours of that taping excuse me within hours of that airing michelle had gone disappeared we don't know
0: what she that. What do you mean it made him not look too good?
9: On the People's Court, they, uh, Dale and Michelle were arguing, and Dale was upset about the way that he came out looking on it. And I think that um, that day, it was just not a good day for Dale or for Michelle.
0: Okay, break it down for me, John W. Dale. What, happened, what, what do you? What's your perception of what happened on People's Court? Well, certainly uh, it was a bad
2: experience for Michelle to go to the People's Court. She didn't even want to be involved in it and had a bad experience on the filming. Uh, the way it came out just showed some of the the uh, bad blood between the two of them, and that, like, like uh, Bianca said, it had been aired that day. Again, a couple hours after it's aired, she's over-dropping off the children to the fiancé, who obviously she is as an extremely... Stra- ex-fiancé has an extremely strained relationship with. So... Okay, let me let me ask this: John W. Deal,
7: who won? Nancy, let me jump in. Yeah,
0: jump in. Who won? Who said what? Who came out smelling like a rose, and who stuck like a skunk? Okay, that's what I'm trying to hear. The
7: judge basically said y'all are going to split the cost of the ring. Each one of you is going to pay twenty five hundred. What came? That sounds fair to me. It sounds fair. What came out was that he's a cheater, that he's put his hands on her. So again. Most men would tell you, any Why man... Why do you
0: say that? That's putting perfume on the the, the
7: pig. Put his hands on
0: her. What, he <laughs> tapped her on the shoulder? No, that's not.
7: Go ahead. Tell <laughs> the truth. But that's, that's the quote she used. He should not have put his hands on me. So I'm just saying that's one of those things that came out that he had been abusive to her physically. So again, for a man, any man would tell you, in order, you know, for you to put your hands on a woman, you're a punk. You're just a piece of crap. So it made him ultimately looked bad people weren't even talking about the ring they weren't interested in the ring they were interested in his treatment of her and you didn't have one affair you had seven with different women so he probably had a few other women mad at him so a lot of dirty laundry was put out there so the day
0: so what deal
7: yes,
0: he ma'am. had seven affairs while they were together <laughs> yes uh, yes ma'am and that and
2: Several affairs Man,
0: who would want to sleep with a guy that's had seven affairs during the relationship? You might as well just go up and go out and jump in the cesspool yeah, you can do that okay <laughs> i i i I don't care about who he's been with or who he dated during their relationship I don't care about them th- her throwing the ring when he wanted it back. It sounds like an amicable settlement, each one pays for half of it, but you know what I always say when you don't know a horse, look at his track. Record. I can hear everybody on the panel rolling their eyes, but you tell me if I'm wrong. Tyler, please run Cut 22. This is Lilia Luciano at today.com. Cut
7: 22. On September 15th of 2000, Shannon was treated at a South Carolina hospital for head injuries, and Smith was arrested for criminal domestic battery. I remember when she came home, there was a cut on her head, and her feet were cut up. And it was through, um, I think it was through some concrete where she had been, I don't know if she was dragged or what, but her feet were bloody. In a military court, Smith was convicted of domestic battery and drug possession and was dishonorably discharged from the Marines. When Shannon died, Smith was still serving time for both charges. And that was not the first time he had run-ins with the law. In 1992, Smith fled no contest to attempted aggravated battery after a fight in Orlando. He was given two years probation. In 1997, he pleaded guilty to battery charges and served jail time. In 2009, Michelle Parker filed a restraining order against Dale Smith, which a judge later dissolved. So we see
0: a track record of the fiance Dale Smith Jr. Now, let me stress, for the umpteenth time, he has not been arrested in the case of Michelle Parker. She is still missing. So he has not been arrested. He has not been found guilty. He has not been in a court of law on this matter. We're not in a courtroom right now. We're in a TV set. To Dr. Bethany Marshall, just because he's had acts of violence against another woman does not mean he's culpable in this case. But it does give me a lot of insight. What is a malignant narcissist? You were telling me about that earlier off air. A malignant malignant narcissist is a
5: very important term in my field. It means that this is a narcissist who wants to destroy everything around him when he feels humiliated. So if somebody breaks up with him, he wants to destroy her life. If you're a boss, uh, a CEO of a company, and somebody humiliates you, you want to fire them from their job. It's the person, it's like the little kid who's not winning the game, so they just smash all the toys and, you know, walk off the playground. It's the adult version of that. In fact, Nancy, there's a saying in my field about um, sociopaths and narcissists, death before dishonor homicide after humiliation. And what that means is that they have a narcissistic collapse, meaning they feel ashamed and bad about themselves. They could be really vulnerable to suicide, but if they feel that somebody else has humiliated them, they could be vulnerable to lashing out in very destructive, almost even sometimes homicidal ways. To
0: Bianca Prieto, former Orlando Sentinel crime and justice reporter, Bianca, the cell phone was ultimately found. Where was it? And what, if anything, could be gleaned from her cell phone?
9: Michelle's phone, which was really unique, had a unique case on it, was found tossed over a bridge under about three or four feet of water. And if you're looking at a map of Orlando, it's a straight shot from um, the area where she was last seen dropping off the twins, direct shot onto where her car was found. Um, So divers recovered that phone and they took a look at it but um, it's interesting where the cell phone was actually found. Why do you say that? It shows a path. It shows a path of where she could her belongings, I won't say she went, but where her belongings went uh, from one end of Orlando to the other side. The, it, it's just a straight shot. You look at the map and it's a straight shot tossed over a bridge into a body of water on the side of town where she was last seen.
0: Teresa Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando Morning News at WDBO. Where does the case stand?
8: I mean, they're they're doing anything they can, but the fact of the matter is, is that the one suspect, Dale Smith, isn't talking. He's pleading the fifth. They really have kind of hit an investigative wall with this guy. So they're they just keep putting the word out if anybody saw anything that could possibly tie him or another person to the crime, but they're trying to throw mud against the wall right now to see if anything will stick, but it doesn't look like they're much closer to solving this crime than they were, say, you know, just shortly after it happened and and the well sort of dried up with the evidence.
0: John W. Dill, where does the case stand right now?
2: Where it stands right now is that unfortunately there's no closure. Uh, the body's not been found. There's not been a charge against Mr. Smith. He was never prosecuted. It is an open case, obviously with no body. Um, it's very difficult to prosecute still, uh, and Miss uh, Stewart uh, still feels every day uh, wondering, wondering
0: what happened,
2: wondering if there's some some off chance that maybe her daughter's out there somewhere. But she's, you know, that that's not a real realistic hope at this point. If
0: you have information, or you think you may know something, please dial 800-423-TIPS, T-I-P-S. That's 800-423-8477. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend.
4: Ever wolfed down a Big Mac and thought I need some extra cash Mm -hmm. Then download the drop app Get rewarded for dining out and more Use code DROP22 for $5 in points Download DROP now